Good morning. Hope we are all good. Happy Sunday. Just on the morning bike. Getting it in while I'm doing some work. Snack exercising. Two things at once, but is it? Kind of. I like to do it because otherwise it, my steps are ridiculously low, I've noticed, in lockdown. Ridiculously low. I can do 3,000 a day where it's normally up to 12, walking back and forth. Coffees, coffees. <laughs> anyway. Um, I want to talk today about what essentially I wish I knew, what I wish I knew about nutrition when I first started. So, and I'm bringing up Trolls and Popcorn on here because we had a bit of a movie night yesterday and we've watched Trolls about a million times. If you haven't watched Trolls, it's actually really good. Um, kids are pretty much addicted to it at the moment. But anyway, the music's good in it, and it's also got some good, good underlying messages in. Essentially, about happiness, and happiness isn't actually talked about as much as we think on a health and fitness journey, which is surprising, because a lot of people will say things like, I'll be happy when, with no idea if it will make us happy or not. And that comes down to values, and something that I've touched on a bit another day, but requires a bit more in-depth touch and we did do that in our live Q&A actually this week um, in our kickstart program but they talk about happiness coming from within so they don't need to um, eat the trolls anymore to be happy because that's that's the whole point of the the film they the Bergens they eat trolls to make them happy and then they realize that happiness comes from within and they, they don't need to eat the trolls anymore anyway my point in this is that we had some popcorn and we have popcorn quite a lot. And the interesting thing is when I first started like really looking into nutrition, even around, even around when I was at university, there would be this thing about stigma around foods. Like I did um, some competitions as well when I was younger in terms of like body um, physique and there was this stigma around certain foods that it would say things like you can eat uh boiled rice you can, and, and it still plays out today you see people with these views and you can eat anything that's whole foods nothing processed you, you want to avoid these sources stuff like that and it makes food really boring and you think it's because you think it's working because you're eating boring food and although indirectly boring food will make you eat less because it's less enjoyable, if you're aware of total calories within this, there's no reason why you can't, as long as you're eating the filling foods, getting enough fiber in, getting a lot of whole foods in, vegetables, making sure you get enough protein in, which will keep you full up, have your skin, hair, nails, all these benefit, beneficial things, immune system, muscle, recovery from exercise, as long as you're getting them in, you can make food a lot more fun than you think it is. For example, so popcorn, when I was doing my physics shows, before, when I got into it, I managed to meet the right people, should I say. The people who, and when I was at university as well, I was surrounded at Loughborough, surrounded by people who kind of knew what they were doing. I was kind of lucky with that. And not to mention studying as well, reading a lot. I managed to realise that quite 
early, but I still spent about three years before that, I'd say, almost going extreme with food. Morning, Jane. Extreme with food in terms of bad foods, good foods, and all these elements. And popcorn would come up a lot, like, because... So it's one that always comes back to me. So I wouldn't eat popcorn, but I would eat porridge like it was going out of fashion. This is before I knew I had issues with gluten as well. So I'd eat <laughs> loads of porridge, but not popcorn. And yet, if you look at the nutritional information of popcorn and oats, corn and oats as they are, there is pretty much no difference between them. Pretty much no difference. Yet, people will have this idea that one food is bad and one food is good. You can have that, but you can't have that. And once people hear something enough times, it just becomes almost, almost a given. So people will say things like, yeah, I, I don't eat popcorn. I don't eat, I can't eat carbs. I can't eat white potatoes. I eat sweet potatoes. When actually, if you look at it, white potatoes have a lot of nutrients in that sweet potatoes don't. So actually you can have both, but just balance them out. And going back to this, when I used to have meals, I always used to then have popcorn before a workout and things like that and, and get it in. But anyway, last night we had it, homemade popcorn, salt, cinnamon, a little bit of butter. I feel the whole thing is not too bad at all. And it's really filling, providing you serve it in bowls and not just a one big bowl. And my point here is that we can make getting in shape, getting fitter, more tone, more miserable than it needs to be a lot of the time. And I see like diet plans around and it's just like wild salmon, don't eat this, eat, don't eat anything like that. And what we forget here is the psychosocial benefits of all of this as well. So eating popcorn with the kids, sometimes watching a movie, there's lots of fibre in it, there's some protein in it as well. That has other benefits as well. Eating out, I know we can't at the moment. Eating out and going, yeah, I'll just have what's on the menu. But I've adapted earlier to help with that. I've chosen maybe higher protein portions. I've chosen lots of vegetables and salads with that. It's still not, I'm not saying just eat rubbish here. But we sometimes have are governed by these rules which make it harder than it needs to be. And I can bring this up again with like the low carb talk a lot. Like, so you look at the research on what fills people up. Like hunger is a big thing. Food volume will, food pe will fill people up a lot. That's the weight of the food. If you look at an avocado, an avocado is lovely. We eat avocados. But they are quite high in calories for how much you get. If I was to compare the calories of avocado versus popcorn, different macronutrients, of course, different essential fats, fibre. But popcorn would have would take me a lot longer to eat now of course if i plaster it in sugar salt and fat maybe i'm more likely to overeat it but going back to my point don't most of us do that with porridge anyway we might put honey in it which is sugar we might put dried fruit in it you know whatever we it still becomes the same thing and we my point is we have these views about this these foods and it makes it quite complicated we're trying to almost manage everything rather than just doing the right thing. We try and do everything right and then we have to manage everything rather than doing the right thing. 
And I know that sounds really obvious, but what I mean by that is we just apply the principles, which are essentially a calorie deficit. And to do that, getting the right enough protein in, enough vegetables in, generally in our, our nutrition throughout the day, without these almost made up beliefs about certain foods, we can make it a lot more enjoyable and a lot more, shall I say, easier once it becomes a habit. And this is a key thing. At the start of change, at the start of any change, it will be harder. Like a lot of the ladies on the programme, when they're starting, they might say something like, I could never do that. How are they, how are they doing? Oh, this is, this just looks, I couldn't do this. But that's because they're looking, they're comparing themselves to someone else who's maybe four weeks ahead of them. Of course, someone's going to be better than you if they're four weeks ahead of you. They've done, I don't know, 12 more workouts than you. They're 12 workouts ahead. It's like at school, if you've got a kid and, and they're comparing themselves to a year six and they're a year two, they're not going to be the same place with their maths, their English and whatever. But yet, for some reason in fitness and in health, we go into this space of we should be there if we're not there. That means we're lazy. That means we have no willpower. And we start to label ourselves as well. And I'm going off on a tangent here, but how you talk to yourself really matters. And our brain will then try to prove ourselves right or wrong with that. So anyway, back to where I was. If we try and do it all, then, rather than that one thing at a time right, we're going to be overwhelmed and no wonder we will fail. Whereas if you look at what the ladies have often done, and this is something we do in the one-to-one -one kickstart, is to find the one thing that you can focus on most. So just take one week at a time, for example. I, I say to people sometimes in the one-to-one, -one, they're like, yeah, I've looked around. There's lots of workouts. I don't know which workout to do. What do I do with my food here? What should I do with that? What should I do? What do you reckon about this? Should I eat that? And we just think, okay, if one week goes from now and you've done, I don't know, three workouts and you've... How many times do you want to drink wine? Whatever the issue is. How many times do you want to drink a week? Well, I should just drink these nights. Are you happy with that? 100% confident? Yes. Brilliant. So if one week passes, you keep everything the same, you do three workouts and then limit your wine to those nights, what happens then? Is that a good week? Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Is that doable? Yeah. Simple, straight in, done. Accountable. Let's see where you're at week one. Did it work? Yes or no? Now, let's think of that the next step. Rather than, on Monday, you need to eat organic wild salmon at six o'clock and your tender stem broccoli needs to be cooked for six minutes, not seven. You know, you get my point here. We then have to manage everything. And for what reasons? I'm not sure. And this is where we need to remember that building a habit in is hard. So you want to make it as easy and convenient as possible. So when we're starting off, if you can find that one thing and just keep doing it, those three exercise sessions a week, perhaps, same time, starts to become a habit. And that's why some of the ladies, they just get up and they just do the workouts every morning without really thinking about it. But once upon a time, it was really hard for them to do that. That first session would have been really hard for them to get up and do. Second one, a little bit easier. Maybe just as hard. Third one, maybe even harder. Fourth one, maybe they've reached a point. Mm, it's getting there. Fifth one, maybe they've reached... Maybe they go backwards a bit, but then eventually they, they remember or it becomes apparent 
that it's easier to maintain a habit than to start a habit. So sometimes just being aware that at the very start, it will be harder. But if you can build in one habit at a time, it's going to be easier to maintain than trying to do everything right now. And I'll finish with this. People underestimate, people underestimate what they can achieve in a year, but overestimate what they can do in one week. We underestimate what we do in a year, overestimate what we can do in one week. And unfortunately, that results in us just starting and stopping, starting and stopping, rather than just being okay with actually after one week, I'm going to do this and this or this one thing. Then I'll worry about the next thing. I'm just going to master this one first. Like, for example, me on this bike here, the first time I did this, it felt a bit like, oh, I'm not sure this is any good. But actually, now, every day, I pretty much write a blog on the bike. That adds in 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes a day of just cycling through. That, and my steps are horrendous, normally. So that can have a big difference in terms of, if you look at the research on that, insulin sensitivity, my mood, I actually tend to write better. Or dictate, as I often do now. And then go back as an edit. So if I do, if you do see any typos, it's probably because I've missed it on the dictate dictation. Anyway, I hope that helps. That was a few rambles. That's the beauty of being on the bike. I see my brain just goes off in avenues galore. If you haven't watched Trolls yet, give that a watch. And if you want more information about a twenty-eight day kickstart, do give me a message, and I'll get you the details from there. Have a great day, okay? And speak soon. Take care.